When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into A to D Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Jack Gentry of the Tighten Up Podcast. And we are A to D Sports Nationals on demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram uh, for and TikTok and threads for more great Titans content. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai and WilsonCountyHyundai.com for your new car buying process. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. The Aura app, protecting your information online and get a two-week free trial with our link, aura.com slash ATOZ. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in Columbia, Murfreesboro, and Franklin online, KrebsKubota.com. Yes, Caleb Farley is back on the practice field for the first time since November of 2022. So we'll get to that situation later on, Jack. Uh, But it's been a long week uh, since the Titans were officially eliminated from uh, playoff contention when we were up at Acme on the roof on Sunday, Titans losing in overtime against the Texans. Jack, how has your week transpired uh, as you live and die with every twist and turn of Will Levison's ankle in this franchise overall? Yeah, so I mean, it's it's kind of just reality set in, and I think it set in a few weeks ago for most Titans fans, at least most you know rational and reasonable Titans fans. We, you know, on the Titan Up podcast last year, we were really disappointed because when we got that thing going, the Titans were making the playoffs every season. And yep. we had to start talking about the off season as soon as they, as the Titans and Josh Dobbs lost that, that uh, season finale against the Jacksonville Jaguars this year, the season ends a few weeks early. It's, it's definitely a strange feeling a Mike Vrabel coach team, not having anything to play for with three games remaining. Um, but with that being said, I think you start to turn the page and look towards next year. Who are some guys on this roster that maybe haven't gotten a lot of opportunities this season that can help you down the road? You mentioned we're talking about Caleb Farley. We'll get into that discussion a little later. But at the same time, you also have to have the big picture in mind. With this Will Levis situation, do you trust him to go out there and play maybe if he's not at 100%? If he's not out there, who should go? Tannehill or Malik Willis? You've got a lot of different things in motion here. But um, right now, it's... It's making the best decision for the franchise going forward. And especially, this could be the last hoorah for Derrick Henry, Danico Autry, who have expiring contracts. We'll talk a lot about Ryan Tannehill, obviously, who has an expiring contract. And so <clears throat> there's still a bunch of people uh, that are interested in what's going to happen with these last three games. And uh, Sam and I talked about some of those players yesterday uh, in audition mode for the Titans' last three games. But Will Levis did not practice yesterday. A lot of guys did not practice yesterday, but Will Levis did talk to the media about what his ankle situation 
Okay, so let's hear from the Titans rookie quarterback from Wednesday. Feeling better, you know, just than I did yesterday, which is all I'm looking to do is just get my body in the best spot to be able to play. Um, you know, I'm playing if I'm able to, and I'm, I'm just working on trying to get to that point. So uh, that's all I can do. I'm working here with the training staff and just listening to everything I can and just treat my body right. Is this a like improvement from Sunday? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, definitely that day after is, uh, is pretty crazy. Sometimes guys feel like there's no chance they got a chance to play, you know, and then by Thursday, Friday, it comes around and, and something feels different. So um, definitely feel a lot better than I did on Sunday, Monday, and hopefully continues to go that way. Is it the same ankle that you've had some minor issues with? Yes. Is the, is the whole situation with, with playoffs, no playoffs factor into this at all, Will? You know, whether it's you or the, or the coaching staff in terms of pushing to, to get back in the stone uh, yeah, no, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I think if you're able to play, you play. Uh, that's the, you know, mindset I've always played with, and, um, you know, that's how I'm going to approach this. If you are able to go these last three games, like, how critical is it for you to, to go out there and, and play well to roll that into next next season? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's one thing we could definitely um, have on our horizon, at least for these next few weeks, is just to be able to have – or build the momentum that we have throughout these past few weeks into next year. And even though we, you know, we can't make the playoffs, we know it'd be an opportunity to play spoil for some teams. And we just talked about all the different forms of motivation um, that we can all kind of source up, whether it's internal, external, um, you know, about the team, about money, whatever it is. Um, we're just trying to find those things to push us forward. And that being definitely one of the biggest ones of, you know, giving us confidence going into next year. So Will Levis, uh, there's a lot there, especially the motivation at the end. Teron asking uh, Levis, you know, if you can get back out there, how can you put some good things together to ride positive momentum into the offseason? I thought it was interesting with how Levis answered, like, whatever the – I don't care what the motivation is. Money, family, your contract, you know, playing spoiler for the Texans who are fighting for a, a spot, playing spoiler for the Jags trying to win the division for the second time. Uh, second year in a row, like there's a lot of uh, opportunity for motivation there. So, Jack, uh, there's been a talk all week long, whether it's Zach and I, Sam, this week on like, should the Titans play Will Levis if or for the rest of the season? That was our Monday conversation of do you shut the guy down or not? And I, I think there's no reason to shut the guy down. There's no point, in my opinion, to make a three week decision ahead of time like you can make a week-to-week -week decision and go by that how do you feel about uh, that conversation yeah as, as badly as i want to wrap will levis up in bubble wrap and roll him out there and let him sling it all over the yard without any risk of injury that's just not how the game of football works you know injury concerns are inherent in the sport of football you're going to get tackled you're going to get hit those are two guarantees you can make in every single football game uh, unless you're the T Detroit Lions with a great offensive line. But we, I think, all know the Titans' offensive line isn't necessarily at that level yet. So, you know, you, you got to deal with a couple different things. Do you play Will Levis if he's any less than 100%? And on the Titans game day show this past Sunday on the post-game show, I said, you know, even if Will Levis is 99%, you don't roll him out there. Well, I've really? kind of walked back on that. I, I, I've kind of walked back on that stance. I don't think you can be afraid of getting guys hurt this late in the season, especially when it's a rookie quarterback who needs all the reps he can get. Now he's shown you a lot, right? He's shown you what he can do against pressure. He's shown you what he can do with the deep ball. Um, he's got a nice rapport with some of these receivers. I'd like to see Traylon Burks, Will Levis connection develop as we kind of wrap up the season. Same with Chig, but 
Do you protect him from himself? Uh, I think that one of Will Levis's best qualities is his toughness. And, you know, no hate, no shade, but it's nice to see a quarterback wearing number eight willing to play through some injuries towards the end of the season. So do you let him go or do you look at your backup quarterbacks and say, you know what, maybe we give Will a break this week, bring him back against the Texans and, and have him run it back against those guys when he's actually feeling better, we can, when he can do more stuff with his feet, when he can escape the inevitable inevitable pressure that he'll be facing. Seven sacks all in the second half last week. You've got Malik Willis on this roster. You've got Ryan Tannehill on this roster. Ryan Tannehill's gone. You're not going to get anything from him. He's going to walk at the end of the season. Maybe he'll go to Atlanta. Who knows? You've got Malik Willis, who I've I've dubbed the tank commander. It's like the old <laughs> saying goes, if you want to win, put Booby in. If you want to lose, Malik Willis must be used. And I think that you can, while, while losing games, maybe show, maybe have Willis put some good stuff on tape out there. You know, boost his, boost his value a little bit in the trade market. Maybe instead of a seventh, you get a six, something like that. You can you stand to gain more from putting Malik Willis back there over Ryan Tannehill if you're on the backup. But I think that Will Levis needs, uh, you know, and Will Levis and the medical staff are the only the only people that know how severe this ankle injury is and know his limitations. But if he can't practice today, or if he's just limited today. I don't see the reason to push him on Sunday if he's not all the way there. I, I don't want to shut him down. I want to keep him available for Houston, okay. and I certainly want him available for Jacksonville because I feel like they'll need that game in Week 18 where Will Levis can play spoiler, head into the offseason with some confidence, you, you know, and kind of maintain that mental edge you've had over Jacksonville for the last few years. So those are some of the things I'm looking at. I, I, I'm cautious. I'm hesitant to play him this week. But I definitely want him available against the divisional opponents the last two. Uh, I've got lots of uh, follow-ups to you. First of all, I, I think you mentioned if he's not 100%, you know, what is 100% in December? Right? Exactly. Like, is, is 100% December 80% of August? <laughs> you know, like, like <laughs> where does, like, you know when you have a, your, your phone for a while? Like, it, like, your battery tells you it's at 100%. But then you go check your battery app in the settings and you find out that 100% of your battery is actually 80, 87% of what it used to be when you bought it. So what is that 100%? Because I think for Will Levis, you know, 100% back is what he was going into the game against the Houston Texans, in my opinion, just right before the game started. And so can he get back to that this week? I, I don't know, probably not. But could he be back for that? Uh, against uh, the Texans in Houston or Jacksonville at home for sure. So let's get to this conversation because Will Levis had a quote that was interesting that caught our attention here uh, yesterday. And we're going to play it again from Will Levis. And we're going to ask you guys if you agree or disagree with his sentiment. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I think if you're able to play, you play. Uh, that's the you know mindset I've always played with. And, um, you know, that's how I'm going to approach this. If you're able to play, you play. Do you agree or disagree with Will Levis? If you're able to play, you play. That is what he's approaching it as. Uh, do you agree or disagree with the Titans rookie? We'll get to all of your comments here. But first, I want to tell you guys all about our friends. Once again, talking injuries and talking about the Bone and Joint Institute. That's why it's a great fit with A to Z Sports because they can take care of you 
whenever the injury in life occurs, whether that happens playing uh, intramural sports, uh, youth sports for your son or daughter, or just life when you you know have that unfortunate injury that pops up uh, that will disrupt your family, social, and work life. You don't want that to happen. So don't fumble on your recovery. Don't let that inj- injury linger. You can go see the experts and use all the resources that the, that the Bone and Joint Institute has to offer in Franklin, all under one roof, uh, or go see them online, boneandjointtn.org. Check out their clinics across Williamson County as well, boneandjointtn.org. Christmas is just around the corner, and A to Z Sports and BetMGM have come together to offer new bettors a nice Christmas view, or a nice Christmas present over the holidays. Download the BetMGM app, use our bonus code A to Z Sports, and you'll get up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. It's an extra present under the tree. Download that app, plug in our bonus code A T O Z Sports, and you'll get up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets. If your first bet misses, they want you to start out in the green. They want you to have a Merry Christmas. So take them up on that offer. Download the BetMGM BetMGM app and use our bonus code ATOZ Sports. All right. So, Jack, we asked the question if you are able to play, you play. Here's Will Levis once again. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I think if you're able to play, you play. Uh, That's the, you know, mindset I've always played with. And, um, you know, that's how I'm going to approach this. So, agree or disagree with Will Levis? If you're able to play, you play. Agree or disagree, Jack, I'll send you to the chat to see what people are saying uh, about this overall for the Titans quarterback. Uh, hello, ladies on YouTube is going to kick us off today. He says agree. So does Ty. Deborah agrees. Ashley agrees. Alex Bynes says disagree. There are times to sit. Titans Kyle agree. Troy agrees. Darius agrees. Robbie Ells agrees. Chandler agrees. Jody agrees. Uh, Brandon. Brad Patrick, all agree. David and Curtis disagree. Andre says, you know, I agree with the mindset. Still not letting him play, though. Um, Agree from Amar. Caleb also agrees. Rashid agrees. Chandler, Eddie, join the club. Uh, Rambo says he disagrees. Austin, I'm going to put Andre Bunting's comment on the screen here. I I think that's the mindset that you have to have. He's got a warrior mentality. You know he's going to play even if he's he's going to want to play, even if he's 10%. Um, mm-hmm. But it's the Titans' job to know their players and to know what they have to look forward to. I want to see as much of Will Levis out there as I can because he makes the Titans fun to watch on offense, at least until the second half rolls around and you start running up the middle with Derrick Henry and getting hit behind the line. Uh, but that's a conversation for a different day or for this week's <laughs> Tighten Up podcast if you haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah. Um, I think that Will Levis has the right mindset, but you have to protect him from himself. You've got to know, look, if he can't do everything we need him to do, what's the point in rolling him out there against the Seahawks, who have a lot to play for? Their their playoff lives are on the line this Sunday. They desperately need a win to break out of that clump of seven and seven teams on the NFC side of things. So I, I agree. If you're able to play, you should play. But there's an exception to every rule. And being eliminated from po- the postseason contention, um, you know, having a really terrible offensive line that put him in a lot of bad positions on Sunday late in that game, I think you really, I think those two factors have to play into the conversation. And I want Will Levis to want to play, right? But I think there needs to be a time where the coaching staff, maybe the medical staff, says, "Hey, you know what? Let's reel it in, let's save it, let's get right for next week." Because if he's not practicing and he's not preparing the way he needs to be preparing and practicing heading into game week, 
that I don't want to roll him out there and have him a little limited or handicapped going against a very competent Seattle Seahawks defense. So that's kind of where I stand on this. So I, I, I like Andre's comment. I think if there was one comment to, uh, you know, kind of set us up for this conversation is the fact that, yeah, you want your players to have the mindset on if I can play, if I'm able, then I'm going to play, want to play. Uh, but basically echoing what you said, teams, coaches have to protect players from themselves at, from themselves at times. There's an example that pops into my mind of Mike Rabel putting too much trust in a player in the past. I don't remember, no, if you remember this, Jack, do you remember when the Titans lost the Buffalo Bills in Nissan Stadium 14 to 7? Do you remember that game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was Marcus Mariota was the starter. It was the year of a rotating door of kickers in this organization. I want to say it was 2018. Uh, and Cairo Santos <laughs> missed at this point in the game three field goals in this game. And Mike Vrabel wanted to kick a field goal to make it 14 to 10. But it was like a 50-yard field goal. And Vrabel, after the game, said, you know, I, I asked I asked the kicker if, if he thought he could make the kick. And he said, yes. Like, well, no bleep. Like, of course, if you ask a player, if a head coach is asking a player, can you do something? The player is going to say, yes, coach. Trust me. I can do it. Because that's their confidence as a professional athlete. And so, but like if for a kicker that's missed three kicks already, you want to put him out there for 50 yards to, to help yourself out. Or you want to go for it on fourth and three, you go for it on fourth and three. Damn it. You don't, you don't just believe the player who has blind <laughs> confidence in himself after sucking all day. So for Will Levis, of course he wants to play. So you just got to make sure that he is actually able to do it. If he can run around and remember, I think it was you and I that did a show three plus weeks ago where Will Levis looked awful on Wednesday, hobbling around. And then the next day there was like very little noticeable gimp or limp or anything. And he was kind of like, you know, out there. All right. And he played and he played okay enough and was mobile enough to go out there and protect himself. So I think there's a big difference in this though. And I know we all know that ankle injuries can get worse that Will Levis could go out there and make this ankle injury significantly worse, and that would set him back in his off-season preparation. Now, you brought up Marcus Mariota, and you took a shot and uh, saying it's good to see a, a, a guy wearing number eight that's willing to go out there and play hurt. Now, there is a difference in a nerve injury yes, and yeah. an ankle injury, and, you know, fair or unfair, uh, I think Marcus had a bigger picture conversation and decision to make when he did not play against the Colts on Sunday night football, winning your end, the playoffs moment. Uh, Zach is going to hate him for that. For the end of time, people will hold that against Marcus Mariota for the end of time. I am not one who does that. That is a bigger than football decision. And Mariota had to make that. And, you know, you have to understand the severity of what that, could have been yeah. if something went wrong. If and, if something goes I like wrong, Mariota. I'm a Mariota yes. defender, but I yeah. you know I felt like that was a uh, a good jab to throw. Oh, it was an opportunity to throw the jab. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the the punch was open. Uh, he Mariota left his hands down and his chin was sitting right there, and you popped him one. But you know it's a there is a little bit of a difference. So 
now it's it's starting to figure out of like what is Will Levis's ability and can he actually go out here uh, and do that? Michael Kennedy says disagree. Uh, been saying it. We all saw what happened to Jake Locker. Both Jake uh, and Will have the same mentality. Injury ruined a QB once. History says Levis's future as a quarterback is on the line. So I think we've seen injuries ruin multiple Titans quarterbacks. I think it's been the last, the previous two they've drafted in the first round, Jake Locker and Marcus Mariota. Mariota was not reckless like Locker. Will Levis looks to be having that reckless bone in his body like Locker. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I remember Jake Locker was one of those guys like, yeah, I need to get hit before I'm comfortable in the game. Will Levis feels like he's that type of guy. Uh, Just a little bit of crazy in him. And then it, it burnt Jake Locker out. Jake Locker, I don't think, loved football the way that Will Levis loves football. So I don't think you have to worry as much about Jake Locker burnout effect on Will Levis. I think you have to ask yourself this question if you're Mike Frabel. Are you going to put limitations in place if Will Levis goes out there? Are you going to tell him, hey, don't tuck it in and run? Like, don't take extra hits that you don't need to take. Because if the answer is yes there, then the decision is to sit him. At the end of the day, if he cannot execute everything that you need him to execute, he has to be sat. And if you're worried about him taking extra hits as a runner, then you have to sit him because that says that, hey, you know what? You're a little worried about his health right now. Get him fully healthier. Get him at least as close as you can. And then roll him out there in a couple of weeks against the Texans. Or save him for week 18 against the Jags to ruin their season. If he can't do everything that he is able to do and he will want to do on that football field because instincts kick in. Like, you, you know, even though even if Vrabel says, hey, we're not running it today. Pocket collapses. Will Levis wants to pick up that first down on third and six. He's going to tuck it and run. He just can't help it. He's a, he is the ultimate competitor competitor mm-hmm. gene inside of him. So if you're asking him to hold back on a couple of things, then he doesn't need to be out there. It's as simple as that. I see uh, the distinguished gentleman on YouTube says, nope, thumbs down, not risking a tightrope surgery. I, I, it, I don't feel like a tightrope surgery is like a huge deterrent. Yeah, you're out for like a month and then you never sprain your ankle again, apparently. apparently well, you, you do. You do. Like, no, I mean, Ryan Tannehill sprained his ankle after the tightrope surgery. True. But when we learned this from the Bone and Joint Institute and we talked to uh, one of their experts about this, Dr. Jeff Watson, the foot and ankle specialist uh, there in Franklin, is that when you have the tightrope surgery, you don't have that surgery a second time. It's bad if you have it a second time, but when you have the surgery, the following ankle sprains should heal faster because you have the mechanism set up to protect against that and make sure that you can actually get back from it quicker. And I think Ryan Tannehill did that. And so I I don't, I I feel like a tightrope surgery is like, you know, it's a, it, it could almost be like, a, a you know, a, def, a card you can play. Now, Jay is right. You can hurt your ACL. You can't hurt your ACL if you don't have one. But you could also, what I was going to get to with Jay is, if you don't have a good ankle and you can't defend yourself or protect yourself, then another injury could occur. Like Will Levis, because he's got a bad ankle, hypothetically, could not be able to avoid pressure in the pocket or make a slight movement because of his ankle. And all of a sudden he gets driven into the turf and lands on his shoulder. 
now you have a problem, right? Yeah, you know, in every big decision in life, I, what I like to do is make a pro-con list. If we're making a pro-con list on Will Levis starting on Sunday, which side's going to have more more checks on, on the side? I think the cons are going to outweigh the pros this Sunday, right? Because the pros are, are what? I mean, you've already seen Will Levis. You trust him to be the guy moving forward. He's done and showed just about everything he possibly can back there with a below average group of wide receivers and, and a detrimental group of offensive linemen in front of him. And the run game's not working. Like If that's not working, then Will Levis's job is even harder. So mm-hmm. I just think the cons outweigh the pros in this particular week. I think in a week, my answer might change when you go down to Houston and you want a little revenge there. But you've also got to be careful. You've got to feel it out. But I just think that you have more to lose than you have to gain by starting Will Levis. It's an opportunity to throw Malik Willis back out there. And if he sucks, that's okay because you're you're going to jump in the draft order. If he plays well, hey, maybe that catches a team's eye across the league. There's 31 teams, and a lot of them make dumb decisions. So you never know who's interested in watching Malik Willis or maybe you know who's interested in going after Malik Willis um, when the draft rolls around. You, you could potentially package him with a late-round pick, jump up a round or so. But I just think you, I think that's the right decision for this week. Um, I, I honestly let, think Tannehill should be plan C. Let, let's build on this. Trey says the pros-cons list depends on your approach. Do you want to win? Let's get to this here in a second, but first I do have a – a funny comment from Dion. Well, here's the thought. Why don't players go get a tightrope surgery before you sprain your ankle? Then they'll be ahead of the game when it happens. <laughs> so preventative tightrope. Like preventative tightrope surgery. <laughs> like, you know what? I want to elect to prepare for my future ankle sprain that might not happen. But I'm going to be ready for it when it does, damn it. That That's a galaxy that. brain take from Dion. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like all this is like we talked to the bunny joint instant like yeah we're seeing a, a rise in uh, elective uh tightrope surgery from high school players <laughs> it's like they're just trying to get ahead of it it's like getting your it's like getting your uh tonsils pulled like what <laughs> i want it i want my appendix removed before i might be the five percent of people that has appendicitis that's that's dion's thought you can never be too safe yeah, yeah. You know what? Go ahead and do that. Go ahead and take the gallbladder out while you're there. I don't need any of that. All right, so let's get to that, the pros, cons list here in a second. But first, I uh, want to tell everybody, Krebs Kubota, you guys know this. Krebs Kubota is where you should go for all of your equipment needs. KrebsKubota.com or in their three great locations across Middle Tennessee, Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. Krebs Kubota is an elite Kubota dealer. They have uh, those locations, but they also have a direct line to the best equipment in the industry with the Kubota brand and also the best warranties. Warranties are important. Not like your warranty that you never use. Like we just bought light fixtures uh, for the new house. One of them broke. We had the warranty on it, but the warranty didn't cover any of the stuff that we needed to cover. But with Krebs Kubota, the warranties are important because you're using a lot of force. You're working on projects outside uh, with the earth and you need warranties because things happen and you need people you can trust like Krebs Kubota and the equipment you can trust like the Kubota line to make sure that you're all set up with that investment. And that's where Krebs Kubota comes in. Uh, family owned and operated for over 18 years. They grow. They grew from just Columbia to Franklin and Murfreesboro online, KrebsKubota.com. Also, just yesterday we were without a bowl game and I felt a little empty inside because I was I was left wow. with some foot. I, I wanted to watch some football. I didn't have an itch to scratch. Well, we don't have that problem today, which means it's a great day to jump into BetMGM, use our promo code, 
A to Z sports and get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. If you're on a different sports book or you want to get in the game uh, and just start your sports betting career off right, do it with BetMGM. It's an easy app to navigate. They've got player props, live betting options. They've got it all. The selection is unbeat. They've got boosted odds specials almost every single day. I believe it is every single day. So go download that app and use our bonus code A to Z sports to take full advantage and get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. All right, so shout out to Jack's legal pad and some others in the chat for uh, have, having us expand on this conversation. Uh, a pros-cons list for Will Levis playing uh, for the Titans. Which list is longer? So this is kind of a, a you know a organic conversation. We didn't really prepare a list uh, on either side of these columns. But let's just start with the pros. And, I, and I'll count on my fingers, Jack, of finding how many pros for Will Levis playing. Now, do we want to make it about Sunday versus the Seahawks or just this season? We have to decide that first. I think it should be about the Seahawks because I think that the scenario this week will be different than the one next week, having an extra week to heal, obviously. Okay. So pros versus the Seahawks. Okay. Um, I think that's more difficult, right? But it's the ability to to bounce back off of the loss. loss. Yeah, the tough loss that ended your hopes all your hopes it is continuing momentum maybe yeah i think it's continuing to build back-to-back week momentum with Traylon burke's in-game action okay i think other pros versus the seahawks playing an opponent that has not seen you before a pro for levis yeah, that's kind of maybe a reach because that's every single week with him uh, up not, until like, you get to the Texans the, next not week. Not after this. Mm-hmm. Because after this, it's Texans-Jags. Yeah, I, I understand. I don't know how big of a pro that really is, though. Like, think of this. Like, I, I feel like some of the pros we're looking for, he's already kind of checked that box. Like, what's he going to show us on Sunday that we haven't seen him do realistically, Right. We've seen him lead a fourth quarter comeback. We've seen him in the two minute offense do well. Um, so he, we've here's, seen here's my against, thought. Okay. We've seen him yeah. against pressure. Right. So Darren says this list is sad. Yeah. I'm having to reach more if we're focusing on Levis playing versus the Seahawks on Sunday. I think if we're talking, if we're making the list about Levis playing again this season, I think the pros list is much longer. I, I feel like the only pro that I want to see that I've, uh, there's one box on Will Levis that I want to check that I haven't seen yet. Learn how to slide in the open field when you tuck it and run. That's the only box left I want Will Levis to check. I think he's done everything else. He's shown me everything else um, to, to have trust in him moving forward. So I just don't, that like I just, like, like I said earlier before the ad reads is, I don't know that there's a whole lot left to gain by rolling them out there on Sunday. Like when we move to the cons list, what are the cons? I mean, the cons obviously, is long-term injury. Long-term um, injury. May, hey, may, short-term like, injury. Even a concussion puts him in a bad cycle, and that's not something you want to start dealing <clears throat> so with as a let's, rookie. Let, let's be real. Like, so, I, yeah, I don't want to list injuries because I feel like that's bad juju. And, Jack, you find out how superstitious I was at Acme on Sunday. Uh, because right. my parents were hanging out and my mom was just spilling everything about my superstitions <laughs> and how I got that from her. Uh, so <clears throat> thanks mom. 
Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but it's, you know, the long, the, the list of injuries that are actually going to negatively affect his off season is really not that likely. Like even a tightrope surgery on a bad ankle really isn't going to affect his off season that much. And let's be honest because of the time of year, if Will Levis gets another ankle injury in the last three games, if he comes back, he doesn't need a tightrope surgery. Like, what's the reason why they get tightrope surgeries? Because they want to play soon. Brock mm-hmm. Bowers gets it in the middle of October because he wants to play in November and for the SEC championship and potentially uh, the uh, you know national championship and playoff that Georgia did make. Ha, ha, ha. But Brock Bowers did that for a reason. Tua at Alabama that kind of made this famous, he wanted to get back and play. Cedric Tillman the year before for the Vol fans out there wanted to get back and play and did. Ryan Tannehill did it last year in hopes that Josh Dobbs could beat the Jags in the last week of the season. The Titans win the division, have a home playoff game, and Tannehill can play in that playoff game. But for Will Levis, there's nothing, there's no rush. So... I think it's the fact that like tightrope surgery is not on the table in my opinion, unless you want to go Dion's route and just do the preventative measure. But it's because he's got time. Yeah, no, I hear you. So it it is a risk, but I got to ask you now, what's the reward? Because I think you got to manage risk reward here. If the risk is greater than the reward, which we just tried to list pros of him playing on Sunday, didn't didn't really last long. I think Sunday's too soon. I'm, I'm, I'm almost, Okay, I'm almost like done with the thought or any hope of watching Will Levis play on Sunday. I, I think Jack, you and I are going to be on the second floor at Acme, by the way, second floor this week. Cause it's Christmas Eve, second floor at Acme with all their amazing TVs on the sports bar floor. I'm going to expect not Will Levis. And I've, and I've come to grips with that, but I'm, I'm, I think there is a lot of pros to play him against the Texans and, or the Jags before the season's over. Mm-hmm. And so That's cool. other cons, you know, Judah says you can tear an Achilles any play. Yeah, you can you can tear an Achilles at any point in time. Now, and yes, the there, are some, there are some things about the Achilles injuries that you can people can point to or try to make a case for saying, yeah, um, if you have this calf strain that makes an Achilles tear more likely. And that's been, you know, argued in the medical field. And we even talked off air. Uh, with the Bone and Joint Institute about that. And there's really not enough to back that up completely yet. Every situation is different. But, you know, I, I don't think that you can, I don't think you can just, if he can physically go out there and play, like he said, if you can play, if you're able to play, you can, then you should play. Then I, I don't, I don't expect the Titans to sh- shut him down. Yeah. And I mean, you could, you could have this discussion week one, any given week in football, the injury probability is always going to be greater than zero. There's always going to be a chance. Something terrible happens to any player on that field at any given time. Uh, Will Levis is included. And I think that his injury risk is bumped up a little bit because, you know, the hits he's taking, he's not always able to to prepare for, right? He's not able to sit there, know where it's coming from. Sometimes he's going to get hit from behind. Sometimes he's going to get hit low when he's not looking. He doesn't get to protect himself the way that runners will like wide receivers after the catch running backs with the football in their hands they they know how to protect themselves because they can see the hits coming will levis can't do that so his injury risk is is boosted right then and there i I just again with the reward i don't know what the reward is because i don't know what he hasn't seen 
that that coaching staff might be looking for this week against the Seahawks. Like we mentioned a couple different things and, and perhaps they're interested in some of those, but being eliminated from the playoffs, getting hit the way he did it and that, that they wouldn't even show the replay at the end of the Texans game. Yeah. Um, I think if they could go back and do it, they would show the replay. I, think I do was, too. Yeah. Because he ended up being fine, but, yeah. or at least, you know, fine. But um, I just don't know. I just don't know if the reward is there. And for that reason, I'm out. All right. So I want to play this from Vrabel. You kind of talked about this already, Jack, um, about uh, the quarterback for the Titans. If Will Levis can't go, here's Mike Vrabel. Uh, to kick off his press conference Wednesday as well. Mike, how is Will doing, and will he be able to practice today? No, he will not be out there today at practice, and we will uh, see how he goes throughout the week. Who's taking the first team snaps? Uh, I would imagine that Ryan will take those snaps, um, and Malik will be with the offense as well, and then uh, we'll see where it goes. How's Ryan handled these last eight or seven Really weeks? well. Really well, as well as possible. I mean, it's not uh, it's not an easy thing to do. Uh, has been professional. Has been supportive, um, and you know, trying to do what what uh, everything he can to help the team. So Vrabel saying Tannehill will be the quarterback, and Sam followed up and asked, you know, what went into that over Malik, and Vrabel said, well, you know, Ryan's been the backup since Levis has been the starter, and since Tannehill's been healthy again, so. Jack, you kind of you kind of mentioned it already, but I want to I do want to ask everybody, and we're kind of getting everybody's on the record uh, answer to the question: Tannehill or Malik? Who would you rather see go out there if Levis can't play? But real quick, Farm Bureau Health Plans is where you should turn for all of your health coverage. It's the holiday season. We're also about to switch over to a brand new year, and you can start your year out the right way by getting better health coverage and paying less. Yes, you can actually do both of those things. You don't have to go uh, get an, an extensive premium uh, to get great and the right health coverage for you. Farm Your Health Plans has been serving Tennesseans for over 75 years, and they have so many different examples of how they can customize a health plan for you and your family, whatever your situation might be, uh, to get you in, the, in a great spot, in a comfortable spot where you have the confidence to do what you need to do. You can go to do the right things. Like Zach's talked about this a lot. Previously, he couldn't just go to the dentist and it'd be a part of his plan a couple of times a year. He can do that with Farm Your Health Plan. That's something that sounds simple, but if you're having to pay out of pocket for the dentist, then that's something you might second guess, right? If you're having to pay out of pocket a lot for your contacts, that's something you're going to have to budget for where Farm Your Health Plans can change that for you and make sure that you're completely covered across the board, health, dental, and for a great rate. And make sure you have what you need when something goes wrong at Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get started at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Get started at BetMGM. Download the app, use our bonus code A to Z Sports, and you'll get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. I was talking about the bowl games going on right now, and you got a game tonight, Syracuse and USF. Syracuse down to their third string quarterback, USF, the third worst defense in the FBS. Is that an overplay? That's for you to decide. Perhaps you want to use your first bet. On that game, well, make sure you download the BetMGM app and use our bonus code A to Z Sports to get every reward you possibly can and get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If your first bet misses, you'll get a second chance. You'll get a second chance to start earning money and maybe afford to put another little Christmas present under the tree if you hadn't done yeah. your shopping, which you should have. But if you haven't, it's okay. Download BetMGM, use the bonus code A to Z Sports and get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses.
All right, so Jack, I'll, I'll toss it to you because we all know Will Levis wants to play. Uh, but if he can't play, we've been getting everybody's answer on the record that does the show. Uh, people that watch the show in the chat have been answering this question now for a couple days. Uh, but this is your first time to really go on the record with it. If Will Levis can't go, do you prefer the Titans roll out Tannehill or Malik? Now, Vrabel said Ryan Tannehill, right? So like that was the answer. But from some of your comments earlier, I feel like you are on the opposite side of this. Yeah, you know, and we had Buck Rising on, and I think Patrick Bird asked, where do we find the podcast this week? Because we had Buck on. You can find it on Apple and Spotify. So uh, throw it on when you're getting in the car. Maybe you got a road trip coming up. Maybe you're doing chores around the house, cleaning up for family coming in town. Get Throw that on. Or give it a listen. follow Tighten Up Podcast on social. You guys are on Twitter and Instagram where you guys link your episodes and and send that there. And Buck was very good. I, I uh, had right. a good time. I got to, you know, I got to you guys on Wednesday. Typically Thursday is the good. day I get to you guys, but I was uh, ahead of schedule this week. So, yeah, yeah it was a good conversation. Around. Don't miss it. It's, it's a really good episode, I think. Um, but I'm conflicted as a Titans fan because I appreciate what Ryan Tannehill's done here. I understand the shortcomings in the postseason, and uh, I'm sure the Tannehill comments will roll in from some of you guys. Nate's burner, I'm looking for you. Um, but, like, I, I, I want to see Tannehill go out in style winning in Nissan Stadium in his last start. So there, there's a part of me that wants to see Tannehill on Sunday for that reason, for the sentimental reason, to send him out right, for him to end his tight career on a high note because, you know, 38 and 23 in the regular season for Tennessee is nothing to to, to sniff at uh, or sneeze at. But I, I just think from a business perspective, and if we're, if we're making a business decision, doesn't it have to be Malik? Tannehill, you're not tied to Tannehill at all as soon as that Week 18, Week 18, gosh, I can't talk right now. The Week 18 matchup against the Jags goes final. Like Tannehill and the Titans are no more at that point. So what what do you have to gain by rolling him out this week? You want to give yourself the best chance to win? No, that should not be the strategy, to be honest. It's tryout season, Austin. And it's yes. it's trying it's trade value season right now for the Titans. That's why Malik Willis has to be out there. I want to see them use some depth pieces. Like, like I, I want to see what they can get out of Jaleel Johnson up front. Uh, TK McClendon, who's been a factor on the defensive line. I want to see some of those guys play. I want to see Malik Willis play because there are a couple of different things. If you don't want Malik Willis on this roster next season, boost his value a little bit. See if you can milk a little extra out of the Malik Willis trade package. And if you do want him, well, this is his audition to be the backup. This is his, this is his time. You know, he had a chance against uh, Baltimore and London. This is Malik Willis's probably last chance to prove that he's capable of being a backup in this league with the Tennessee Titans. I think you, I think you owe it to yourself to see what you got in him. I know he was a J. Rob pick, but he's on the roster. He's gonna probably help you lose, uh, it, you know. And I, I just maybe it, maybe he ends up showing out, and we gain a little confidence in Malik Willis as a backup. I don't see it happening, but I, I just think you owe it to yourselves to see if you can gain anything out of that, because you know, Tannehill is a net zero. He's not going to be able to do right. anything for you in the trade market and the draft as a backup next year. He's gone. Malik so, Willis isn't necessarily gone. Yeah. Malik Willis is under contract for two more years. Ryan Tannehill is on the books for a couple more years because avoided years, but he's off uh, the roster at the end of the league year. But Jack, like I, I think there's one massive reason why, Titans fans should want to see Ryan Tannehill and not Malik Willis if Will Levis can't play. 
And it's because of what you just said. It's audition season. It's depth season. It's getting guys experience and seeing what you have to go into the off season with, with in-game experience. And you're saying it's an opportunity for Malik to show what he can do. Mm-hmm. I think they know enough about Malik. And you talk about if he can boost his trade value. And I, I heard Buck say this on 104.5 yesterday, and I agree with Buck. I think Malik Willis would hurt his trade value by playing more. <laughs> the more the league sees Malik, the less his trade value goes in. And, and that's just how, I, where I think he's at. And so uh, is Malik going to put good tape out there? Is he not behind this think? offensive line? I mean, Do we've we seen how skittish he's skittish in the pocket. And if, if Levis is getting hit like this, Malik Willis, who holds onto the football for far too long, is going to take an even bigger beating. So I, I see your point. I actually yeah, understand and, that. And to continue the point, to continue the point, I would like the importance of stacking production and experience for last names Burks, Aconquo, Spears is way more important and outweighs getting Malik experience. And Ryan mm-hmm. Tannehill is better for those three guys than Malik will be in, in that order. It's Levis is the best case scenario. Then it's Tannehill. Then it's Malik. Wow. We all, we, we know that we know that for a fact, like there's no chance. Like Deandre Hopkins is 81 yards away from a thousand on the season. If Malik Willis is the starting quarterback for the next three games, does DeAndre Hopkins get 81 yards receiving combined? Does he? No, no, he doesn't. He well, most likely but, to Diab can do anything, but but Brandon I, says much tougher. Brandon says that makes no sense, Austin, because Tannehill won't be here for those guys. We we I, I'm not talking about like in the future. Like if Ryan Tannehill's playing, he will throw the football in the direction of those three guys or hand it to Spears with opportunity. I just, I don't see Malik being a pro to provide Traylon Burks. What does Traylon Burks need most? And this is its own conversation. What Traylon Burks needs is reps and confidence of running down the field on a deep pattern with a cornerback on his hip going up and successfully snatching the football out of the air, tucking it and going down and getting up and pointing and being enthusiastic about big play first down me. That's what Traylon Burks needs. Malik's not doing that. Ryan Tannehill will. I love your point. I just wonder if three games at the back end of the season is enough to really spring him forward. And the answer might be yes. Like it it might be yes. Why not? Why not? If if Traylon Burks can go 62 yards against the Texans and, and put together another 150 or 200 on top of that, if he can go the last four games for north of 200 yards, 250 yards in those four, and maybe he scores a touchdown and he's averaging 15 to 20 yards per catch, that's good. Like It's not going to change your mind about Traylon Burks. And I said this yesterday, and it's all over the place on our social. We clipped it yesterday. It's not going to change your mind until Traylon Burks catches touchdown pass in week one of 2024 and stays healthy. But I, I think it's just, I think that's important. Sorry. Brandon Dozier, no, 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 it was a great point. It was 
Uh, I was very entertained listening to you talk. Uh, he says, I disagree. Malik has a cannon and can get the ball ahead of Burks, not a jump ball like Tannehill throws. Uh, Malik Willis does have a cannon, but I don't know if he can make the proper read and make it on time and make the throw on time without getting hit. It's, you know, I was I was sold on Willis, but I got to admit, like the Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode, you kind of swayed me. Now I'm on the fence. Now I'm on the fence here. Because Join I think the, develop, the development of Traylon Burks is going to be more profitable and beneficial for the Titans than Malik Willis. Because you know he's not going to take over the starting job. You you probably know he's not going to be on this roster much longer. I wouldn't be surprised if the Titans used a late rounder on a quarterback this this upcoming draft. No, no, no. So 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 developing Traylon Burks and Chickaconquo and maybe even Kyle Phillips if the Titans will let him play. Um I, I do agree that that's more important than seeing what you have in Malik Willis and maybe turning that seventh round pick that you could get for him into a sixth. Because at the end of the day, the likelihood that a sixth or seventh has an impact on this Titans team is uh, it, it's it's a small percentage shot. Um, so I, I am swayed. I'm back to the fence. I still think Malik Willis is the right way to go for this franchise just because Tannehill's mm. capable of beating some teams. He is. And the last thing he you want to do... The last thing you want to do, and I look, I'm a big, I'm a big Titans fan. I want to win every single game. I want Tannehill to Except win one now. before he goes out. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the worst thing that could happen is the Titans win two out of three down the stretch. And I know the chats could say they'll they'll never do that. They can never win two out of three. But the worst thing that could happen is you win two out of three and you end up picking like eleven or twelve, where you maybe get JC Latham to fall to you. And that's the third best offensive tackle out of Alabama. Um and that's a situation I think that's a big risk. But you you don't coach that way. So hey, Rabel's got a different different perspective on this. Once upon a time, the Titans got the third uh, tackle in the draft and it ended up being pretty good. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, passed Taylor on Larry Tunzel. Mm-hmm. Well, and that was uh, – was Jack Conklin also the third tackle in that draft? Um, I'll have to go back and look. I do not know that off the top of my head. I, I know Lawan was the third tackle in his draft, and he was pissed about it, but that worked out pretty well. And Conklin yeah. was definitely – um, he was the eighth overall pick. I, mean, I can probably look this up real quick. 2016 NFL draft. Man, I'm usually better at this off the top of my head. Um, let's see here. Tunzel went, no, Tunzel f- dropped off because of the gas. Mask. Uh, they passed on, they passed on him. That's right. I, I was watching that at Ole Miss and uh, I oh. was very disappointed, but it worked uh, out. Ronnie Stanley. No relation. Uh, went sixth overall to the Ravens. Then Jack Conklin <clears throat> went eighth to the Titans. And then Tunzel dropped all the way to the Dolphins uh, in that situation. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's... Uh, it's worked before. Doesn't mean it could work again. Every prospect is different. Every draft is different. But I just think it's time to start looking in that direction if you're the Titans. Tannehill does not allow you to look in that direction. Um, at least as quickly or as aggressively as starting Malik would do. Uh, Adam says, uh, he said this early in the show, play Willis, and it's essentially his fifth and final chance through the preseason, in season last year, preseason this year, <clears throat> midseason Ravens earlier. <clears throat> yeah, and um, how many guys get five chances? <laughs> Not many. Uh, Andre, uh, with a super chat today, says, alt slash a wide receiver or neighbors Morgan combo is far uh, more important than playing spoiler, which doesn't help your future. Play depth, guys, and see who stays and goes, in, in his opinion. And I think there's the balance of that, right? But um, we also, and I think Sam's going to work on this for tomorrow, 
on games around the league to watch uh, to how the Titans can improve their draft stock uh, there too. So, uh, Jack, let's go ahead and get to the Caleb Farley part of the show. We got some Caleb Farley updates here. Let's go ahead and just play this now. How about Caleb Farley? Look, he's wearing number 22 because I'm guessing he's out there trying to represent somebody on the Seattle Seahawks defense. But Caleb Farley practicing for the first time since November 2022. And I I know this video that Sam put together for A to Z Social, uh, a lot of people, you know, making fun of Farley not really catching the football that well. But Farley out there, you know, cutting, running, he he looked like he had some energy. I, I thought, you know, athletically, he looked pretty smooth and comfortable. So, Jack, I mean, this is a really big deal. I don't want to jump ahead, but to see Caleb Farley out there on the practice field is very interesting. So let's go ahead and ask the question to all of you guys. Big deal, small deal, or no deal that Caleb Farley is back on the practice field uh, for the Titans? Big deal, small deal, or no deal that Caleb Farley is back on the practice field for the Tennessee Titans. But real quick, I want to tell you guys all about our friends and our sponsor at Aura, who can protect you online when, and protect your information. Aura.com slash ATOZ is our link. It's in the description. You can click that link uh, and get a two-week free trial with our sponsor, Aura, to protect your info online. Get rid of the data brokers who are setting up all those spam calls and junk emails you get. If you wonder how that happens, data brokers are out there uh, attaining your info and then selling and profiting off of having your info, selling it to the robocallers and those telemarketing companies uh, to constantly pester you, especially around the holidays, the end of year. There are all the always those scams out there trying to get uh, your grandma to spend a bunch of money because they think you're uh, in jail in Aruba. All these things Aura is going to protect you from. Aura.com slash ATOZ, Aura.com slash ATOZ, a two-week free trial. Once you get the data brokers out of your life like they did for me, you can protect your passwords, manage those passwords. So you don't have a situation like, ah, I'm trying to log into this site. I don't remember what password uh, I used here. Or can help you out with those situations. Aura.com slash ATOZ for that two-week free trial. Speaking of free, who doesn't love free money? BetMGM is willing to dish some out to you as long as you do one simple thing. Actually, two simple things. Download the BetMGM app and then use our bonus code A to Z Sports. If you do those two things, You'll be able to get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. Use it on whatever you'd like. Whether it wins, you'll you'll keep the money if it wins. If it loses, you get another chance to earn it back. Or not earn it back, but go in the green because you'll be starting at zero. It won't count against you. You have nothing to lose. Download BetMGM and sign up with our bonus code ATOZ Sports. All right, so Caleb Farley is back at practice for the first time since November of 2022. Over a calendar year since he's practiced the sport of football. So, one. I think we can all agree. Good for Caleb Farley, right? Good for Caleb Farley. He had the micro disectomy back after another back injury last year. He's had a lot of back surgeries. I believe this is three in his lifetime. We know he's torn his ACL twice. And then the just completely unfathomable situation that happened during training camp when he was on the physically unable to perform list where his home in North Carolina explodes and burns to the ground and unfortunately uh, took the life of his father. He'd already lost his mother to cancer when he was in either high school or early college. And so for Caleb Farley individually, good for that guy because 
damn, that's just so much stuff that he's had to go through completely out of his control and has had some horrific, horrific breaks in his young 23 or 24 years on the earth. So good for Caleb Farley. But for the Titans and him as a former first-round draft pick, big deal, small deal, or no deal for Farley being back out there on the football field practicing. So I'll let you go ahead, Jack, and get to the comments. Yeah, let's do that. Let's start off on uh, Facebook with Jameson. It says, big deal. They need to know if they should cut him. They, you know, Again, audition season. This is that part of the year for the Titans now being eliminated from the postseason. Kyle says, small deal. Uh, no deal from Jay. Uh, just to see Caleb Farley is a big deal from Orlando Jones. I think that I agree with Orlando there. Um, he isn't a wide receiver, so not catching the ball isn't a big deal. Different question, but Patrick Bird chimes in. Um, no deal from Rambo. Small from Karen. Eric agrees. No deal from Rooney. David says small deal. Big deal, says Frank. Small deal from Dre. Small deal from Eric. Uh, good deal from Robbie. Big deal from uh, Jordan. Robbie kind of went on his own with the good deal. Uh, small deal from Danny Whitson. Rashid on YouTube says big deal. Uh, they should definitely put him at safety. Big deal, says Major Keys. Tighten up. Small deal. No deal from JR. Same with Ethan. Small deal from... Uh, Linwood, Derek, and Scott Austin. My answer, I'm at a teeny tiny deal. Teeny tiny. It's a teeny tiny deal. It's not a no deal. Can't be a no deal. He's a former first it's, round draft. It's pick. you're in between. You're like you closer, closer to no to deal. No deal. Okay. Yes. And and here's why. Like I think that I think it's a massive deal for Caleb Farley. Like, first and foremost. I'm pulling first, for him. Yeah. I think everyone should be pulling for him. I don't know why you wouldn't be. Um, it would be one of the better comeback stories that I think I've ever seen if he's able to kind of, you know, revive his football career and actually make an impact on the field in the NFL, whether it's with the Titans or someone else. I think it's a massive deal for Caleb Farley. But for me and the Titans, I think it's a teeny tiny deal because he's played 12 games since he's been drafted, right? And it just feels like with all the injury issues, the back problems, which are killers, it feels like he's not going to be able to contribute in an impactful way for the Tennessee Titans anytime soon. And we'll see what next year offers a full off season. Um, it's something that he hasn't really had. So maybe that turns into this, but even when he was healthy this past off season, he was buried on the cornerback in the cornerback. Oh, you mean like the year before, like 2022? Going the last time he was, the last time he was able to play, he wasn't yeah. getting a whole lot of reps. I mean, he was behind some guys that we've now learned stink a little bit. Um, so I, I just I don't see him getting back to that level, that first round pick level that the Titans saw him at. I think it's a J. Rob failure, but at the same time, it's really unfortunate because injuries like this are. Uh, are, are just a bit of an anomaly. And when you keep getting the same, you know, these reoccurring injuries, it, it kills you. And it kills all your momentum. It kills your progress. You're not able to get better. You're not able to develop. And right now, Caleb Farley is going to be looking at year four, right? It would be year four next season. Um, yeah. Still underdeveloped, <laughs> still waiting to take that next leap. And I just, it's a, it's a teeny tiny deal for me because I don't believe that he can get back to that level I don't believe he's a starting cornerback in this NFL, even when he's healthy. So th that's the reason I'm at a small deal. But I, I'm very happy for Caleb Farley. I want to reiterate, I, I am pulling for him. I am in his corner the whole way. I just, I think it's more likely than not, he doesn't have an impact on this team moving forward. I want to say small deal so bad. 
but I'm going to say no deal. Mm-hmm. Like I I've, I've gone, like we came up with this, you know, uh, question earlier and I was going to go small deal. Cause I thought, Hey, it's a body that you can build with in the off season. Who's under contract. He's got a fully guaranteed contract as a first round pick on that rookie deal. So it's not like you don't have to make a decision with him until you are setting your, your first 53 man roster in September. So you've got time to do this, but I, I don't, I have zero expectations for Caleb Farley because you're right. When he's played, he hasn't been very good. Now he hasn't had a lot of chances to build on things, but I haven't seen him play physical. I haven't seen him play confident. I haven't really seen him have the ability to turn and run with players. Cause I think he's overthinking too much and not playing freely because he's got all the reasons in the world to not play freely. Cause he's got back injuries and he's got, two ACL repairs and all this. And I, I just, I say it's an absolute no deal that I, I love it for the guy. And I think if you are on social media and you follow whatever Titans outlets you follow and you see people commenting on posts about like negatively about Caleb Farley, then that just shows everything that you need to know about whoever's making those comments online. But Caleb Farley's uh, a nothing burger for this franchise. Yeah, I think that and last I, point. You know, I, I do want the tight, and I think the Titans are going to do right by him by making sure that he rehabs fully. He's not going to get cut, so he can be in the he can be in the facility in the whole off season, be in training camp, and see what he can do professionally as a football player. But I think it's a no deal for this organization. Spot on with the expectation level for Caleb Farley. I don't think you are, you should be expecting anything out of him. Whatever you do happen to get out of Caleb Farley is an absolute bonus. You're in bonus land. Um, but again, I I don't necessarily believe that's likely, which is why I'm at a teeny tiny deal. Um, funny comment from Charlie. I got to put on the screen. Let's see what he got. He can't be worse than Trey Avery. No way. Um, yeah, the Titans cornerback depth could use a lot of help. And if Caleb Farley came out of nowhere, kind of like the undertaker and that WWE, uh, GIF, that would be a massive help to the Titans that would solve a depth need at that position. I, you know, he's not going to start for them, but I, I'm pulling for the guy. I just don't, I just don't believe it's a big deal for this Titans team. <clears throat> ah, yeah. I mean, but so the situation. The Titans have 18 days. There's what 18 days left in the season. And so I don't, he's not going to play this year. If he does play this year, then Hey, maybe there's, maybe I can be budged off of no deal. And it's a small deal if he plays in one of these last three games, but the Titans have a 21 day window to activate him, but they don't even have 21 days of practice left. So I think, I think he's just out there to get as much run and reps as he possibly can and see what he can, you know, do going into the off season and stay healthy. But it's a no deal here for sure. Yeah. And, and Zach Green points out my pronunciation of the word GIF or GIF. I've been around Austin Huff too much lately. He says GIF and it's kind of caught on with me. So that's where I Well, start. you know, I, I, it's a GIF, but the guy who created it, created it to be GIF, but I don't, you know, so. Peanut, yeah. Peanut butter kind of already locked that thing down, you know. Yeah. You, and you're and not going to top the peanut butter. Toothpaste out of the tube. Everybody calls it a gif. It's a gif. And it's it's the guy who created its fault. Now he's probably rolling in money like like the ducks, you know. More and, money and, than God, yeah. Yeah, but because he made that, but it's 
it's his fault that he messed up the name. Like, it's GIF. <laughs> All right, third topic. Is it GIF or JIF? Comment your answer below. No, but seriously, it is the it is the GIF that keeps on GIFing. So um, <laughs> right in time for the holiday season. I'm glad we're having this conversation. Yeah. All right, uh, Jack, let's just go ahead and rip the Band-Aid off and get to the Magic Bucket on this Thursday. Shout out Wilson County Hyundai, almost at the end of the year, and Wilson County Hyundai can help you get in the right new ride for you uh, at the end of the season. So wilsoncountyhyundai.com is where to go. Check them out online, wilsoncountyhyundai.com, and in Lebanon, save money on that new ride. Go see your friend Payne Bone and his crew there. So, Jack, I got the magic bucket here. Last week, we uh, put uh, we had three sheets of new magic bucket slips. A sheet and a half went in before last week, and I added the rest of them. So we've got a lot of brand I've, new here. I've got good news for you on, on this front as well. Um, a document that I might or might not have lost has been recovered. Oh, wow. So we could be adding even more to the magic bucket. I'm all about that. I'm all about that. So maybe uh, when I pick you up uh, on Christmas Eve to go to Acme, you can have that printed out for me and we yeah. can do it that way. Absolutely. All right, so this one... Uh, I think this one's for me because yeah, I'll go first because I think you went first last week. Okay. So um, would you rather give up cheese or chocolate for the rest of your Ooh, life? This is a good one. Would you rather give up cheese or chocolate for the rest of your life? While you think about this, I'm going to encourage everyone watching to like the show while Austin thinks about it. Like it before you go. Get those numbers up. Let's get to at least 50 here. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sweet tooth. But uh, I think I think I would give up cheese. Okay. Any reason why? It's easier to overeat cheese, which has negative effects on your health, compared to chocolate. Like cheese is a slipperier slope. Slip, slipperier slope. More slippery slope. Yes. Yes. I don't eat a ton of chocolate in general. I think I would give up cheese. Now I love pizza and I eat pizza probably too much, which is here, here's the thing about me. I haven't done it in a while, uh, but I used to do um, uh, new year's resolutions and they always revolved around foods that I would give up. Like back when I was in my early twenties, I loved Red Bull. Uh, and I was like, I had a problem. And so I gave up Red Bull for a year and I did it for a new year's resolution. And I, I no Red Bull and I, it cut out like canned <laughs> energy drinks for me until I started getting a Celsius here and there at times like this year. And that was like 2015 that I gave up Red Bull. You had to wean yourself off. off yeah, Bull. there was one year. How about this, Jack? How about this? In 2018, I gave up tortilla chips. Okay, I like that. I did not have a single tortilla chip in the entire year of 2018. 
because See, I, I needed, ready. because I was, we were going, we were eating Mexican food too often. And I would go there and I would eat like two baskets of chips with all the sauce in the world. And then I'd drink like a, a few margaritas. And so that's how you get unhealthy, right? And so when you give up the tortilla chips, it also cut down on my margarita intake. <laughs> so which is good. So, uh, so I needed that. And so I think I would cut out cheese and I would keep chocolate. Okay. And Zach Green you. says, that sounds like 2018 was a forgettable year. No, that was the, my wedding year. And so I got, uh, that was the first time I got trimmed down uh, for that. And tortilla chips and less margaritas was, uh, had a lot to do with it. See, I grew up in a Catholic household. So we would give up something every, every year for Lent. And yeah. more often than not, mine had something to do with chocolate because chocolate was the best thing in the world when I was younger. Now yeah. I've kind of changed. I've evolved. I've opened my cheese world up. I, I see the the different types of cheeses that are all over these charcuterie boards. And I, I can't stay away from them, Austin. I think I would give up chocolate. And I had enchiladas last night. And I don't, and I made I cooked them. And I put a lot of cheese in there. <laughs> so I, and so, yeah, I, that's what I would do. Uh, Karen asks, what are you giving up for 2024, Austin? I, I don't know yet. I haven't done a New Year's resolution um and i i don't know in a long time all right jack this is for you Ooh, mm, don't like the sound of that you uh you're gonna have to give up give a makeup tutorial on on uh an upcoming show oh man really okay all right gonna gonna have to do that then that's gonna right make a tutorial for uh, jack mm. I, i'll do i'll do uh eye makeup how about that Oh well, yeah, maybe, for sure. Maybe maybe a full face. What do you think? Um, Chat. What do you want to yeah, see? Depending I, on I how long up, it takes you to do makeup. Well, yeah. I, well, I, I certainly have no idea how long that might take, having zero experience. Um, Chat. We want eye makeup, or do we want a full face? Let me know. I gotta come prepared next Thursday. You want me to get I, dolled up? We okay. Orlando says eyeshadow. Uh, Justin says get dolled up. Um, I want to see you blend makeup on the face. All right, Karen. Karen says full face. So uh, I don't know if we have time for that at the end of the show, but I'll, I'll get as yeah. much on as I can. All right. Next Thursday, do you have makeup? Or are you going to have to go find makeup, borrow makeup? I've got a makeup source that I can. Uh, I almost I, went I full. I almost went full Herman Boone. If you can't find a suit, make and a suit. I almost instead of go what find a bomb on the street, trade him for him. Remember the Titans. Yeah, I don't remember the quote though. Well, it's when, What's they, he when they're oh, he's like, uh, you must be wearing a suit. If you don't have a suit, find a suit. If you don't borrow one from your old man, if you don't have an old man, find a bum on the street, trade him for his. <laughs> <laughs> so I was gonna have to say, if you don't have makeup, go get some makeup. If you don't have you got a girlfriend, get it, get it from her. If you don't have a girlfriend, Find a girl in the corner, trade it for hers. <laughs> but that would have been. A <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, we're treading, we're treading, we're in treacherous waters right now. But all oh. right, make up next week. I'm ready. All right, Let's do it. There you go. Forty percent off all of our merch at shop.a-to-zsportsnational.com. Go check it out right there. Also, like some. the show before you go. Like it. We need more likes on the show. Hit the like button on Facebook, on YouTube, please. Like button all day long. Also, Tighten Up Podcast, A to Z Sports yes. Podcast Network. Go check that out, and we'll see you guys tomorrow on a Friday.